Hello and welcome to day 12 of a year of war and peace. I am Brett. I'm Logan. Sorry, I was digesting a cup. Had to think about it for a second. <laughs> yeah. Today we are reading volume 1, part 1, chapter 12. 12. Anami Kailovna and Boris go on over to Prince, well not Prince Vasily's. They go on to Count Kirill Bezukov's to entreat him for the money to kid out Boris so he can go join the royal So he doesn't guards. get made fun of for not having a Vera Bradley lunchbox. Yeah, they're, they're going to get his polo shirt and his Vera Bradley lunchbox and his Uggs. <laughs> and his Uggs. So he, he won't have fugs. <laughs> yeah. Most of the chapter's content is Anna Mikhailovna and Prince Vasily engaged mm-hmm. in a verbal sparring match. As, Again. As, as Prince Vasily tries to prevent her from, from seeing the Count. I think possibly, even though like... The conversation between Prince Vasily and Anna Mikhailovna was interesting. I think the thing that stood out to me the most was her begging the footman to let her in Mm -hmm. to the... What about that? Just the fact that she's talking about how she has no shame anymore. Like, she doesn't, (laughs) she doesn't matter, it doesn't matter to her, like, what other people think. Yeah. And I think that that specific action shows exactly that. A woman of her social standing Mm -hmm. and her stature basically reasoning with this essentially a servant to be like hey i want to see this guy so he can give me money like i'm coming to beg for money yeah i think that that exemplifies like exactly what she was talking about last chapter yeah yeah and so we uh we enter and she is reluctantly granted access to see yes. Prince Vasily. And Vince, Prince Vasily comes out of Kirill Bazukov's room, his bedroom, with a doctor. And the doctor's like, oh, it's bad. And Prince Vasily's oh, like, it's getting okay, bad again. Okay, doctor. And the doctor says some Latin to him. And then he leaves. And then Anami, he sees Anami Kailovna and she's like, hey. And she's like emphasizing, I want to see my uncle. He's my our uncle. Our uncle. I have a lot of love Count for our uncle. And Which this, is, is, is he her uncle? She says, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know by what. Everyone's, everyone's related, man. So <laughs> I don't know by what connection or if it's by her late husband or if she's related to him directly or what. But somehow she is. I assume that yes, she he's her uncle some one way or another. But there's there's a I, I think this is a great Anna Mikhailovna chapter. There's like dude, s- there's she's, so many. She's little, having a moment. She's kind of she's a queen. She's queening out, dude. She's going crazy. There's a great, great bunch of little lines here that I think reveal a lot about her and and just like about the relationships and the way that she navigates them yeah. as a person with very little social standing, like not a lot of social currency. I like that she stands up for Natalia's. Yeah. husband i think that that is like i think that that kind of shows her character because even though she in her conscience is aware of the fact that he deserves all the accolades that prince vasily is kind of throwing at him mm-hmm. she like still stands to defend her friend right and i, I think, think that says a lot about her yeah i think prince vasily reads is a little jealous in here too but yeah i mean I he flirted with her once he did now i think uh if i if if every man that has ever flirted with me was like god i just her husband is what a bastard what a loser that loser half licked cub is what he calls him if you flirt with someone once i'm sorry you don't get to call but their husband a half-licked cub. This is this is Russia, man. Flirting with someone once is practically a marriage They've proposal. They've slept together, actually. <laughs> it's the like equivalent. At that point. It's the equivalent. I do think, I think it's a really cool chapter in, in showing 
like how Anime Kailovna navigates a situation like this where she doesn't have a lot of like gravitas or power, like the different the the relationship between the two of them and the different tactics that she kind of pulls out to try and to just be this thorn that will not that can vastly cannot get rid of. Yeah. I think it's there's a great line for Vasily where it says that he sort of stands up and exudes more voice and manner here than he did in Moscow as like a to remind her that she's under his obligation because he's yeah. already done her a favor and she just sort of doesn't She doesn't care. No. Yeah. She doesn't care. And like he, she's dude, she's queening out in this chapter <laughs> she's queening out there's also the uh she realizes that vasily is concerned that she might have a rival claim on the inheritance yeah. Where and she, then she, she kind of like is like kind of takes it back and is like makes it clear that she's, that's not what that's she's not here what for she's here she just for. needs she just needs her kit which and, she's and to get she's out. very smart she's, first no, i mean yeah. in terms of Knowing what people want and knowing what boundaries to tread on. Mm-hmm. She's very, very smart. Yeah. And the the lack of shame helps her as well. But. I think that's <laughs> definitely, definitely a big part of it. A big part of why she's successful. And then you get a little peek into Boris where he sort of, he ribs Boris a little bit. And then Boris... Boris doesn't give a fuck. No, Boris is like very much taken <laughs> after his mother. Boris doesn't care. I want a whole book about these two. Dude, these two are eating it up <laughs> right now. <laughs> And then uh, there's the great line, uh, most of the way through, uh, it seemed to dawn on the prince Vasily, as it had done at Anna Pavlovna's, that Anna Mikhailovna was extremely difficult to get rid of. Yeah. Yeah. I also love, it's such a small part in this chapter, but I love how all of the princesses just like seem to like kind of hate their lives. Their lives? Their lives. What do you mean? The, um, the nieces of the... Of the count. Yeah, we have one of like the when, counts. When she when she comes in, she's mm-hmm. like, Hey. <laughs> like I can just imagine her just being like like just not wanting to be there. Yeah. Like she just seems like she just doesn't want to be there. <laughs> and I think that that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like you have this woman begging for money and like begging basically for her son to be relevant. Mm-hmm. This guy who like thinks he's the most relevant. Yeah. The dying bajillionaire. Mm. And then this princess comes in and is like, hey. <laughs> like, I actually, like, I just don't care. She just doesn't give a fuck. I'm sure she would care if her riches went away suddenly. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, she doesn't care about any of these people. No. And I think that that's awesome. <laughs> as like the the fourth party member in this, yeah. in this group. Um, but yeah, so in... Uh, terms of another plot line we can see that count bazukov is not doing well and prince vasily has very clearly in the in the inheritance struggle between prince vasily and pierre prince vasily has planted himself yes very very firmly here because pierre is just off in his apartment somewhere pierre sulking get, pierre doesn't care well he does i don't know if he has the i don't know if pierre is equipped to battle on this on this field I think, he's no I think he's no pierre cares but i don't think he's able to conceptualize the consequences yeah of him not getting the inheritance if that makes sense or like or like understand the need the like cynical need to jump in on a man's deathbed to secure yeah. your position and his will you yeah. know which prince vasily father of anatole very very much understands do you have anything else for this chapter? Um, Anna Mikhailovna's queening it up. She's slaying. She's eating She's eating Prince Vasily up. She should get the inheritance. <laughs> Personally, I think. 
I'm pro Anna Mikhailovna. I think she's awesome. She's one of my favorite characters. I don't even remember her. I might be her number one fan. Yeah. Anatole is taking a, st- a seat to Anna Mikhailovna. Because right <laughs> she's eating it up. She's eating up these men. Dude, she, Anatole wouldn't stand a chance against No. Her. Anatole would get chewed up and spit out <laughs> if Anna Mikhailovna showed up to the... If, if Anna Mikhailovna was at the bear party, it would have been taken to the next level. <laughs> Something crazy would have happened. <laughs> the bear would have like eaten a police officer. And Mikalo is getting that lunchbox. <clears throat> Dude, she's getting nothing she, is that she's nothing. Anamika loves at Black Friday at, know, at three in the morning. You know what Anamika Lovna is doing is she is fighting in Target for the Valentine's Day Stanley. Oh. <laughs> she's she's like if there's one product left, she's like fighting you for it. Yeah. Like but like not in a Karen way, like in a way where she's she's eating it up. <laughs> she's doing it in a cool way. She's doing it in a cool way. <laughs> she's so cool. She is a Karen though. <laughs> she is. It's a necessary evil. She she's a necessary evil in this story. Yeah. But she is a Karen. Like she, she's a Karen. Like I'm able to look at her mm. two hundred years removed from her life. <laughs> However, she's eating it up when she's going against other princes and aristocrats. If I, but you know, when she sits down to dinner and the server gets her order wrong, it's oh, all, it's over. It's she, over. <laughs> she throws the napkin on the table. She's like, "Can I speak to your manager?" Uh, she did that dude, here at the footman. Has, oh my God, the she footman. literally she, did. <laughs> she literally, you know, she has a Karen haircut. Oh. <laughs> she has a Karen. She has bad highlights too, but like in a sleigh way, like in a, like so Y two K. It's almost like it's like chuggy way she's doing, she's doing it all but she's doing it really coolly but she's doing it really coolly she's and really because cool. she loves her son so much and maybe she'll make me look at karen's a different way but i also just don't think so dude she's so mother she's, literally she's mothering anna mikhailovna is mothering at a level that i just don't think i've ever seen before <laughs> So uh, she, the princess, at the end, she mothered this chapter. <laughs> so at the end, the uh, the princess comes out. One of the count's nieces, the count Bazukov's nieces, comes out. Has a, little, has a little <laughs> interaction with Anna. Anna asserts herself and then just throws herself into an armchair and invites Prince Vasily to sit down beside her and then sends Boris off to talk to Pierre while she. Yeah. Oh my, that's like when you go with your mom to like someone's house you don't really know, but she knows and they like have a kid that's your age (laughs) and your mom's like, yeah, just like go play with this kid that you've never met before. Well, actually Boris and Pierre are good old friends. We'll we'll see in the next chapter. Are they good friends? Yes, they, they know each other. They know each other. They oh. know each other. Oh, they do know each other. I don't other. think they're super close. I don't. I don't know if they've. They've because Pierre's been to the Rostov's house. Yeah, time. yeah. So, so we will see that they they do. Boris and Pierre do know each other, but I wonder what Pierre thinks yes. of Natasha. Natasha. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, Pierre. Oh, Pierre. Whenever I say Pierre, I think about that scene in <laughs> uh, Singing in the Rain. Oh, Pierre. It's gonna have that effect on, on the the microphone because I turned away. I know. Wasn't that cool? Oh, oh, Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> and then so yeah, so at the end, Boris heads off to go play with Pierre while the adults <laughs> while the adults talk. What do you what, what do you think they're gonna go play? Uh, I think they go play Barbies. <laughs> go play Barbies. They go play Barbies. 
No, Boris wants to play Barbies, but Pierre isn't too cool for it now. Yeah, yeah, no. Pierre, Pierre's like... Pierre plays action figures now. No, Pierre's like, I'm reading poetry. (laughs) Dude, do you think Pierre and Josephine Bonaparte ever met? It would be awesome. Guys, I'm in, my, awesome. I'm in my Josephine Bonaparte era. <laughs> we saw we saw the Napoleon movie. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with her. She's so cool. <laughs> she's she's got a crazy life. She is cool. I wish I like Vanessa Josephine. Kirby was real though, guys. <laughs> Gonna be so God. real. I then I then I watched Tom Tom Cruise. Mission Impossible? Nope. Tom Cruise Dead Tom Reckoning. Cruise, Dead Reckoning. <laughs> And Tom Gun Maverick. Oh, oh, did I? I've okay. I love Top Gun Maverick. I didn't watch it at all when it came out, and then I saw it for the first time this summer, and watched it five times in a week. And then I took a break, <laughs> and I watched it for the first time since those first five again. For, <laughs> since those five times in a week, last Saturday, I watched it on Saturday, and man, is it such? It's just an incredible film, like. <laughs> Every time I watch it, I'm I'm just gobsmacked. So, Tom Gunn, if you're listening to this, <laughs> number one fan, you made a real good movie, man. Thanks, Tom Gunn. You did a really good job there. Okay, rankings. Oh, you have to come up with it. I do. So we'll do Anime Kailovna, Prince Vasily, and Boris, and the bedridden Count Bazukov. Oh, brother. Who is most likely to successfully pilot? The mission at the end of Top Gun. Oh, shit. Do I need daggers one through four? Or do I just yeah, need... Yeah, yeah. You're putting them in order. Oh You're putting them in order. Okay. But if you haven't seen the Top Gun Maverick Dagger movie... Dagger one is enemy color of If you haven't seen the Top Gun Maverick movie, at the end they basically do Star Wars on planet Earth. They have to fly, they have to fly through this narrow valley and then blow up this small target. You're and right. Get out alive. It is Star Wars. <laughs> that is just it's, yeah, the it's, mission Luke it's flies like, in Star it's, Wars. Yeah, so they have to fly through this narrow valley. I never thought valley, of it like that. Wow. And then blow this thing up and there's four planes. There's four planes, but two of the planes have two people in them. That's okay. They just fighter pilot quality. Okay, Who, who's most likely to make Anna it out? Anna is alive. Dagger One. <laughs> Anna Mikhailovna is Maverick. <laughs> we all know that that's true. I think that Prince Vasily is um, the wing wingman. The wingman. For, so Dagger Three. So is um, he in second place in the ranking? Yeah. Okay. But is in Dagger Three. Okay. And then. Boris is in Dagger 2, following Anna Mikhailovna, okay. and the Count okay. is in Dagger 4, following, following Prince, Prince Vasily. Vasily. <laughs> the Count's not making it out. No, the Count is... The Count's done. <laughs> he's the one... He's the the one who can't get the laser to target. Oh, the, yeah, he's got a blind fire. Yeah. <laughs> Prince Vasily's got a blind fire. Oh, bro. That was a good... That was a good one. I like that one. <laughs> Of course you did. I wonder why. Anna Mikhailovna going up to Prince Vasily and being like, you can ride my tail anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's chapter 12. <laughs>